Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. This is your host Lucia Petrushova and today I have with me my dearest guest Marie Leur. Hello Marie. Hi. Marie is an artist, menswear designer, energy healer and Reiki master and mother of four beautiful kids. Marie, thank you very much for accepting my invitation. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, today's episode will be or is very special for me because um, we know each other with Marie. We were working together, co-creating together. Marie was my client and I helped Marie with the PMDD. So thanks to rapid transformational therapy, we cleared all symptoms she was uh, dealing with and suffering from PMDD for 20 years, Marie. Yes, about 20 years. 20 years. So this is what we have both in common. I was also suffering from PMDD for 20 years. So what is PMDD? It is a premenstrual disorder. And around 80% of women are suffering from this uh, disorder. It's a mood disorder, which appears um, after ovulation. And uh, there is no medical treatment. And the symptoms are um, anger, mood swings, irritability, anxiety, even severe depression and suicidal thoughts. It took us one session to clear uh, symptoms. What were your symptoms you were dealing with? Yes, I was dealing with a lot of um, anger, frustration, depression. Um, I was... I love to fight during this time and um, a lot of crying and a lot of uh, just just being in the bed and not wanting to get up and also no motivation to do anything. So it was a not just a regular depression, but a severe depression. So nobody was able to help me. And um, it kept going for a very long time. And... Um, yeah, so this was what mm -hmm. I suffered. So suicidal thoughts were very common for me every month. So um, I went to my OBGYN before I met you, just for a regular checkup about six years before that. And um, I shared with her, because I'm writing a journal, and I shared with her that every time I overlaid after that, um, I get into these mood swings, and I fight a lot, and my relationships aren't working, and I told her, you know, how depressed I am and all of that. So she said, you know, it sounds like PMDD. She said it's a very new disorder. Scientists haven't approved of it yet. So that was six years prior to meeting you. So she said it's been about four years when they accepted it, you know, that women do have this disorder. So she wanted to prescribe me medication. I'm not really a... Um, fan of medication i'd like to go the alternative way and so she prescribed me some um herbs to take and um i took the herbs of course sometimes you know in your imagination you take them and you think it's fine which was going well for about a month but then the symptoms kept coming back even though i took the herbs and um I do a lot of work, you know, with myself, a lot of, uh, you know, self-work, self-help, 
meditation, uh, going to the gym, working out, you know, I'm just very much in tune with myself. And um, so I tried that and I tried tinctures and flower essences and um, yoga. I mean, I tried so many things, but it kept coming up every time. Mm-hmm. Tried so hard and it just never was gone. It always came up. Yes, I remember when uh, we had our first uh, discovery call and when you told me your story and everything, uh, what you tried and all the work you did on yourself, I was like, oh my God, she's so aware about everything. Because in fact, PMDD is a trauma. Yes. In many cases, it's a complex trauma. This is what it is. Just women, they blame hormones right yeah because yeah everything the the box open um after our hormonal shifts before ovulation but in fact it's a complex trauma and you did a lot of work uh on yourself before so i was just so impressed by you and i was like oh my god we can i can openly speak about the trauma and everything what what is causing pmdd so yeah. yeah this was pretty pretty impressive and i have to say that the way how we were working it was also amazing because what happened and we can say that um some women they need one session to completely clear the pmdd symptom some women need more it depends if they did some work on themselves before or not And some of them, like you, Marie, got also bonus. So we were working only on these heavy emotions. But what happened that also you don't have a painful period. You don't have cramps, right? Cramps. Yes. This is also beautiful. It's a side effect of the therapy. I'm telling everyone that we are working on certain symptoms. But there is also bonus when we are ready really to, to let go of everything what is there then yeah we are yes. receiving uh, <laughs> bonuses absolutely <laughs> and this is also what i do that uh, i never uh, mix up um, pmdd with the painful periods i always do two three separate sessions but in your case we were working on pmdd and as a bonus came also uh, natural natural uh, period. Marie, could you please share with us how uh, PMDD was affecting your uh, personal and professional life? Because you are a businesswoman. So I believe uh, having all these heavy emotions, 50% of your time every month, it's pretty difficult to run your business, right? Yes, very difficult. In my personal life to begin with, I feel my family suffered a lot. My children suffered a lot from the consequences or from the trauma, I would say, or from the PMDD disorder, I should say that. And um, they knew when the time, when I was ovulating and when it was going downhill, they were prepared. And it's not a life to live, you know, as a family to constantly have to deal with it. Everybody was very supportive and very helpful including my ex-husband. But 20 years is a long time. So in my private life and personal life, um, my relationships, my personal relationships with my husbands didn't work out. Um, 
friendships. I was trauma bonding during this time. And then um, I would just cut people off because I was emotionally, you know, something I didn't like. And it was, I just cut them off with no words. Or I would just say hurtful words and just let it be. I was open, always open to confrontation uh, too. And um, a lot of people were scared of me. And, uh, you know, I am a powerful woman and I kind of misused my power during the time, but it was out of my hands. I didn't have any control. And um, yeah, that was the majority of my time in my personal life. So I wasn't able to have any relationships or long lasting relationships. You know, love relationships were very difficult. And in my person, in my business life, um, in my professional life, it was, uh, yeah, it's difficult to work with me. You know, my mood swings. Um, one day I'm like this, the next day I'm like that. And my period was always such a big um, subject. Even with my working colleagues, I would say I'm getting my period and, you know, I'm PMSing and, you know, I have to prepare. It was just always a big thing. When I heard other women, they never really made a big thing. They got their period and they dealt with it and then they came back. But with me, it was always big. And um, yeah, it was difficult to run my business because I had fought, fought my own demons within myself. It's like one day I don't want to get up. I don't want to get to work. I don't want to do this. And I forced myself, but I, then I break down and cry. So it was difficult to maintain a balanced professional life. Yes, I would like to also mention that uh, sometimes people think that they have to learn how to regulate nervous system. Mm -hmm. But we cannot regulate nervous system when yes. we have trapped emotions. Because yes. exactly as you perfectly described, we don't have control over it. We yes. control all these emotions. And it's very, very difficult. So breathing exercise doesn't work. Meditation doesn't work. Exactly. So we cannot solve anything with regulating nervous system. We can uh, when there is there are no trapped emotions, when there is no unreleased or unresolved trauma, and we are passing through some difficult experiences okay we can regulate nervous system because yes. our body is made to 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 deal with the stressful and difficult situations right yes but when there is a trauma behind that and trapped emotions we cannot it's impossible to regulate nervous system and I've tried. I've tried to regulate my nervous system. I've tried to, like I said, woke up at 5 a.m. in the morning, very ambitious. I go and I meditate and I go run to the beach and I sit there and meditate. I cry. I said, okay, it's just releasing. It'll be better. Then I come back. And every day was a struggle during this time. It's like battle to just get up, to get the day going. Some days were good. Some days were really bad. And I had a lot of bad days. It's very challenging. So on top of it, running a busy house, family household, a business, working, being there for the community. It was just so much, you know, I piled on to, onto myself and not seeing myself as a priority at times, you know, so. Yes, and it's very, very difficult for uh, romantic relationships and also interpersonal relationships. Um, 
And many women, they just don't know why they feel, and this is also a symptom, that they want to break up. Every month, they want to break up with their partners. Yes. And this is also a symptom of a PMDD. Yes. Well, it sounds like me, literally. Yeah, it also sounds like me, my past version. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Beautiful. So now after one year, Marie, you do not have any symptoms of PMS. I don't have any symptoms. I have maybe a little PMS and I know, okay, you know, that's normal. You feel a little sad and you just move on, you know. Yes. These um, dramatic, intense moments. Mm -hmm. But I do have to say after we've done the work together and we um, co-created um, there was just so much coming out of me, you know, like my life literally changed upside down and um, everything had to just flush out what didn't serve my highest good because I've asked for, you know, prioritizing myself and um, therefore my whole life, the life I've known in the past had to just wash off and it was pretty painful. Mm -hmm. But it was good at the end of the day because now I'm here and I know now there's a life out there, you know, that's worth living for. But it took a year, definitely. It's a lot of work to really um, work through issues you have because that's all saved in the cells and you need to, you know, program the cells and change things up. So it's a lot of work that you still have to continue to do. I listened to the recording even after um you know, we stopped working together and it helped me in difficult moments when I had, you know, maybe a bad relationship and um, stuff was soaked into my system and I started to have period cramps maybe one day when it started and I just did the recording and instantly they got removed, so. Beautiful. Yes, so uh, I would like to mention that after every session I create a hypnotic re recording that the clients are listening for 28 days. Uh, Mary was listening, like, and many clients, they're listening even after. And I would love to mention something very, I'm very intuitive. So when I reach out after one year, I'm reaching out to almost every client just to ask how they are doing. And I had such a strong intuition, really, when I reach out to you and you told me, uh, have your life changed after the session, we really met in the moment because imagining that you would pass through this with PMDD, it would be just very, very difficult. Yes. And then I realized this is really like, there is a perfect timing. So when we are searching for a help, we just need to say, I, I need a help. I really want help to appear in my life. And then the help will just appear. And then we are able to, you know, when we are standing in our power, then we can deal with whatever is, yeah. you know, in front of our eyes, doors in front of us. But we are dealing with it from very different, I would say, state of consciousness. Yes. And what we were uh, before. Um, I would like to also mention that... Um, because you mentioned that uh, you have only uh, little PMS. In fact, me too. And it's <laughs> normal. Like 
three days before yes. menstruation, right? Yes. I feel sad. And then exactly yes. 24 hours before, my energy completely decreased. And I really feel like, oh my gosh, I just need to lie down. I need to take a rest. Yes. Exactly know when. And also when I'm having difficult moments in my life, uh, more stress or something, my cycle reacts immediately. Yes, I have painful period that month. Yes. And I said, okay, Lucia, so <laughs> you don't do enough self-care. <laughs> That's why no, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Or if you are, if I'm talking to somebody and he doesn't have a good energy and my body automatically reacts. Same thing, you know, so I can agree. Exactly. Exactly. When I meet someone and the person doesn't have good energy, mm -hmm. I feel so drained after. Yes. 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 Yeah. Because they, I think they disguised themselves too. And you think, oh, okay, we'll see. And then, and then even if it comes to intercourse and you're intimate, that's when I felt in the past that during this time when I was healed that somehow I would get cramps and I would know it's not the cramps that I used to have from during the time you know back then before I did the uh, session with you I know it's the energy of that other individual plus I'm also a healer so I can kind of see where it's coming from I have a lot of knowledge of self so therefore I would say yeah it's that person so let me just do my meditation clear things out clear my body out maybe listen to your recording and then everything is well you know so I have the tools now to maneuver yes. yes yeah absolutely also uh I think I'm somehow unconscious when I'm going and having coffee with someone and this person has a I don't know let's call it a lower energy yeah uh, because it never happened with the client but because I am in a role, okay, and yeah. it's very clear space between us, it never happened. Um, all the sessions with my clients are really like recharging me. I feel great, motivated after. But yes. when I meet someone and I am not in my coach or a therapeutical position, yeah, I have this energy leak. I think it's me who is leaking energy somehow. And then I come home <laughs> cleaning myself. Yeah, exactly. Thank <laughs> you so cord cutting you know yes yes absolutely amazing that you have incredible personal story um you were born in west berlin now you live in the u.s um you have very powerful personal story uh would you like to share something about yourself Mari? yeah sure um I grew up during the post-war in Berlin, so the wall was still up, and um, it was pretty traumatic, I have to say, um, not knowing that it was traumatic because, um, you know, when you grow up in traumatic circumstances, you really don't know as a child. And I think everything else around me was going through the same thing, obviously, because the energy of that place was very, it was war-oriented, so I didn't know anything other than that, of course, we were traveling, but, you know, I think that really influenced me. And um, also growing up in a household where it was very traditional and also a lot of abuse has been happening in my household. And um, I left home pretty early and I got uh, married pretty early as well. And got babies at a very young age and um, lived a family life. 
Um, I have to say, me being an artist always saved me my creativity. And um, I also do think all these moments growing up and experiencing the abuse and being in an environment that wasn't very supportive of me had made me very strong and resilient, I would say, that as a base. But also my inter, you know, personal relationships with people and experiencing very, um, I would say, dark moments with people. Um, yeah, it just it just made me who I am as an artist. How your inspiration changed after after we did the session? I mean, I lived in California for almost. Uh, 10 years and uh, had a beautiful home uh, I had my studio in my house and um, I had a pretty good co-parenting family life and um, but I wasn't happy I wasn't happy in California it wasn't really my place and um, I always wanted to come back to New York because New York is home for me and Berlin is also home for me but New York has I have a place here you know because I have family and friends here and I feel it's just there's more of an understanding of who I am he has always has been and um, when I lived in California and I did the session with you it says in that recording you know to prioritize myself I'm the most important thing you know I need to focus on myself and the things that I want and being so selfless for so many years and going with the flow. I felt like people had ran all over me. And um, when I did the session, it automatically changed me. And I felt, uh, yeah, I just lost my home. I lost my relationships. People really showed me who they were. And my children decided to move with their dad full time. I mean, they were in puberty, but, you know, it just was very traumatic for me because I've been such a family person and my children were number one always. And they are number one. But, you know, um, it was pretty traumatic for me when they left. And then my mother, who and I, we never really had a good relationship. And um, she was also my abuser. She was... After the session, she called me, I think it was four weeks later. And for the first time, we have an open conversation. Wow. And in that conversation, she apologized. She was like, I did you wrong. And in all these years, I've tried to talk to her. I've tried to tell her what you've done to me. And she would always say, no, no, no. But after the session, I can remember it was mid-December. It was done in November after the whole month. And then two weeks after that, we jumped on the phone and I told her, you know, my children moved to their dad and it's been pretty traumatic and my life has been very challenging. And she said, I'm the cause of it. I want to apologize. She said, I only have four more months to live. The doctor told me I I'm, I'm have cancer and I don't have much time. So we cried on the phone. I said to her, I've forgiven you. I worked through this forgiveness for years. I did a lot of trauma therapies and 
healing, uh, you know, like Reiki and energy healing on myself and with other healers. And I've forgiven her after that session too, was even more in depth. The forgiveness just came out of me. And so um, after she forget, she asked for my forgiveness, she did it for literally six months. She wrote me every day. She told me that she loves me, that she closes her eyes and she sees things that she's done to me and she just failed me. She said, me and your dad failed you. And um, that was intense as well. And, you know, to just digest that. And then while the children had left um, to move full time to their dad, I lost my home in California. And um, so I had to be living with people in this at this point because I lost, I don't have work and my business wasn't going well. You know, I had to just somehow find a way. So I stayed with my aunt for some time and then I went to Germany. I said, well, I don't know where to go. You know, I've tried in California. I tried with my children. I tried to build that family back up how it was, but it wasn't working. So um, I went to Germany to see my mother and um, we had the best times actually, best two weeks. And um, yeah, it was pretty emotional but I just looked at her and I loved her. Like, I cannot even believe, like, how could you, this was the person I hated for so many years. And I held her and I helped her, you know, ease her way towards the trans, um, she's trans, trans, how do you say that word? She's um, basically dying. And since I have education in, you know, helping people or assisting people in the last days, I've done that work for her. It's very intense, you know, and um, we spend every day together. I've done a lot of healing work on her and I left. And then um, she passed away 10 days after. And um, so I've been through a lot still living in California and going through the mourning process, not knowing where to go, what to do. So then um, I went back to Germany and um, was my dad. We mourned and I didn't know where to go. And that's when we talked. I was like, I either stay here, I either go maybe to Portugal mm -hmm. or I go to New York or go back to California. So it was all in the open. But California didn't want me. So California kicked me out and in end of December, I was supposed to rent a place from a friend of mine and he flaked on me and I said, I have to leave. And I put everything in a truck and drove across America and got to New York. Wow. <laughs> so that was literally four weeks ago. No, it was, no, it was eight weeks ago. But then I went back to Germany to check up on my dad, but. And then I got here at the beginning of January, put everything in storage, stayed with my family, went to Germany, came back, moved into this temporary space. And now we'll see what, what New York has to offer. <laughs> God, that's such a powerful story. When you told, thank you very much for sharing, sharing all these details, Marie. I highly appreciate that. When you said that you help your mom, 
immediately what came to my mind was when we had discussion before our session, like what it is that you would like to do and you are trained already, right? To help people. Yes, I've trained already as an end-to-life doula. Yeah. yeah, life doer. I was like, this is so beautiful. And this is only possible when we heal ourselves. Yeah. Your mom, and we can say that she had a narcissistic uh, personality. Yes. And uh, this is what I'm telling to every client. When you uh, really process your things, you work on yourself, you don't need to do anything with the people who hurt you. Because the change is happening on energetical level and they have no choice, in fact, only react to you. Yes. And uh, we also, forgiveness is a choice, right? We can choose to forgive or we don't need to uh, forgive. In uh, France, we say pardonner, this yes. part, you give it back to the person. Yes, exactly. Choice. You make your choice, and I found this incredibly. I had the goosebumps when you were um, speaking. Such a such a powerful story, really powerful story. Yes, I I I learned in the process of. I mean, all last year was a great learning experience, but I learned that forgiveness is key for me personally. Mm-hmm. I I want to forgive. I want to forgive myself first, and I want to forgive the other individual because. I've hurt people too, because I was hurt. So I hurt other people. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to give people chances when they come to me. You know, I don't expect other people to take me back, but at least I can express that I feel sorry of what I've done. And, you know, I'm just human, you know, living this experience. So I've, I would say forgiveness and greater acceptance is one of the things that I've really, really learned last year. For me, what is incredibly powerful in your story is that um, people would really fight, you know, and resist to go back to Germany in your case, right? But you just accepted it. There is a reason why you went there, right? No, there was a reason. I was actually doing the father healing too. So it was the mother healing first. Mm. It was the father healing. So I think because my parents were still together and I do think both of them were my abusers, you know, knowing my, you know, my story and, you know, in detail what had happened. So I did first the work with my mother because she was leaving this planet. And then when I came back, it was the work with my dad, because I also feel my relationships with men had a lot to do with my father, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I, in that two and a half months I was in Germany, I really worked through this forgiveness of forgiving him too, you know. So, yeah. Is there any advice or lessons learned or wisdom? You are incredibly wise woman because I know you. Is there anything you would love to share as your personal advice? Yes, I would say to never give up on yourself first Mm. then the giving up part is you know was crucial for me not to give up and I had to write notes everywhere never give up just as a reminder because it was easy for me to say Mm. I could just leave and let everything go so I would say self-care 
very important to love on yourself and be kind during these difficult times. We all have difficult times, you know. It's just your attitude, how you move through these moments of darkness. So, Absolutely. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much, Maddie, for Ooh. sharing your experience and sharing your story, which is very powerful. And yeah. I believe that uh, many people will find inspiration in your story. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marie. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And until the next episode, take care. Yeah, thank you.